For the next two hours, we're going to play Psychobilly, Cowpunk, Rockabilly, Surf, and all sorts of rock and roll. So loosen your tie, ditch the tool belt, turn off the work text, and turn up the volume. But I find you gone I find you will hide I hope you're satisfied You're earning my life Causing all this drive Don't go Let me have it now, cat Doggone it. Hey, welcome to Rick's Rock Shop. I'm happy to be back. It's another Friday afternoon, and I'm here to help welcome you to the weekend. I said last week I'd play some Joe Clay, and that was Joe Clay, doggone it, from 1956. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. We've got a great show planned for you today. Uh, as usual, I'll start off with today's birthdays. Uh, this is specifically for May 20th. Uh, Jimmy Stewart was born in 1908. You may know him from a number of movies. He was a fantastic actor and and a war veteran. He was he was active uh, active service. He was in Rear Window. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. My favorite one of my favorite westerns, How the West Was Won, uh, Vertigo, and you've probably all seen him in It's a Wonderful Life. Regardless of how old or young you may be. Oh, and he was also in one of my top uh, top ten movies of all time, Harvey. Uh, not a lot of people know that movie. It's a really kind of quirky movie. He is, um, he, he's, a, he's an older gentleman who's just like real mellow and real chill and always happy. But uh, his family and friends are worried about him because his best friend is an invisible six-foot rabbit. And so y- you really need to watch the movie to see where that story goes. But uh, Jimmy Stewart and Harvey. Uh, Cher is 72 today. 
Um, her face is probably 18. I shouldn't have said that. That was mean. Uh, Timothy Oliphant, uh, an actor. It, this is his birthday. Oh, I don't know how old he is. Uh, one of the reasons I mentioned him, though, is because he is on Netflix on a show called Santa Clarita Diet, which is a zombie-oriented show. Uh, he's married to Drew Barrymore, who becomes one of the living dead. And uh, it was it's a fantastic series. It's really, really funny and really well done. And, of course, Netflix canceled it because of that. Uh, in the rock and roll world, uh, Joe Cocker, he was born today in 1944. And Buster Rhymes is 50 today. So happy 50th birthday to Buster Rhymes. So what day is today? Today is National Rescue Dog Day. And I wanted to mention that because my sister Kathy is very active with a nonprofit in um, the metro Atlanta area. The, uh, the organization is called Coco's Cupboard. Cupboard. Uh, it's uh, a pet and rescue food pantry, pet, pet rescue and food pantry, excuse me. It's in Molina, Georgia. Uh, she lives in Peachtree City, so it's that general area. It's south, uh, south of Atlanta, probably 20, 25 minutes, half an hour. And um, they're a terrific organization. They, they just bought an old schoolhouse that really is in rough shape, and they're renovating it uh, for it to be an adoption center. So donations are greatly needed and appreciated. So if you want to go online to Coco's Cupboard Incorporated.org, I'm sure she would greatly appreciate it, and I would too. Uh, today is also National Pizza Party Day. So throw a pizza party, invite your friends over. And this goes out to my brother, Sean. Sean, today is NASCAR day. Uh, my brothers and I, we love sports. We love to watch sports together, talk sports. But Ron and I, I don't think either one of us ever really got into NASCAR. Sean, I know you love it, and I'm really happy you found something that brings you so much joy. Uh, and I want to like it. I remember, I remember being a big um, yeah, Richard Petty fan back in the days, his uh, sky blue number 43. But as I've gotten older, it just looks like guys driving around in a circle. I'm sorry to say that. I apologize. But uh, enjoy, enjoy the races today, Sean. Uh, hopefully there will be a race. I mean, it's NASCAR day. They've got to have a race, right? Um, so if you want to give me a call today or send me a text during the show, please do. The Abrams listener line is 617-829-9283. And the text line is 617-764-9283, both spelling wave. Let's get back to the music. Four 
That's rock and roll. I'm an alligator. I'm a mama, papa coming for you. I'm a space invader. I'll be a rock and rolling bitch for you. Keep your mouth shut.
If you missed the intro, you're listening to Rick's Rock Shop on waveradioboston.com. That was Los Arascados and Ubo Fuego. That was from their 10-inch Destino Vedette that was released in 2020. And that's from our good friends at Surf Cookie Records, all the way from Greece. Before that, we had David Bowie and Moon Age Daydream. That was from the 1972 album with the long title, The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. You, if If you are... In my general age group, you grew up with that song. If you're younger, you were probably introduced to that song in the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. By the way, both of those movies, uh, the first and the second, funny movies. And I'm not a big superhero movie guy, but those, those are very funny movies, very well-done movies. And the soundtracks are just incredible. Uh, whoever put those soundtracks together deserves a pat on the back. And we started off with the Reverend Horton Heat. Uh, that song was uh, called Like a Rocket. It's from the 2002 album Lucky 7. I was fortunate enough last night to see the Reverend Horton Heat. I went to Wally's Pub in Hampton, New Hampshire, right right on the coast there. New Hampshire has a tiny little coast squeeze between Massachusetts and Maine. And uh, it was it was uh, an, an interesting bar. It was fun. It was a good time, good, good venue. A few hundred people there. And uh, I saw uh, the Reverend Horton Heat and... Uh, before that were, was a band called the, the Coffin Cats, and they were both really good. And um, hold on one second here. The opening band was a, a New England uh, rockabilly, psychabilly band called the Outsiders PBR. I need to find out what the PBR stands for. They were awesome. You know, sometimes you go to these shows where there's three, four, five bands, and some of the earlier bands, you know, leave a little bit to be desired. But these guys knocked it right out of the park. I thought they were, I thought they were just fantastic. I'm going to look out for them because I want to go see them again. And then the Coffin Cats came on. I've played the Coffin Cats on the show, and I will play more of them. And I got to meet the band last night, and they were just the nicest bunch of guys, uh, Tommy, Eric, and Vic. And Vic is the uh, lead singer, and I'll say stand-up bass player, although there was a point in time where the bass player and the guitarist switched instruments, and they played a couple songs with each other's instruments, and you didn't notice any any real significant difference at all. So multi-talented guys. But they were, they were real nice, and, and we had a nice conversation, and uh, it was a good time. And then Reverend Horton, he came on, and he's, he's a, you know, a psychobilly legend, and so I was really excited to be there for that. And then some asshole threw his beer into uh, – Jim Hurd is the, is the name of uh, the Reverend Horton Heat – and uh, threw his beer into the guy's face. And, uh, you know, it was just such a dick move. And, you know, uh, boy, the bouncers got him out fast. Wow. And they were not gentle about it either, which was fine. I don't think anybody had a problem with that at all. It's like, yeah, just get this guy out. And uh, but you know, the there was a little bit of break in the show. The the guitar was covered in beer. He had to clean the guitar up and everything, and uh, he had to take part of his outfit off because it was soaked. Um, but he was a trooper. He came back and uh, you know just just nailed the rest of the show. So it was a really good time. I had a lot of fun. Got home past my bedtime because I had to drive all the way up to, you know, into New Hampshire and everything. But uh, it was well worth the trip, well worth the trip. So are you interested in having your own show on Wave Radio Boston? Whether you broadcast from our Greater Boston studio, your own home, or somewhere in between, we want to help you make your show a reality. Just send an email to sharetheair at waveradioboston.com and we'll help you share the air with us. Join the real radio revolution and say F you to FM with Wave Radio Boston.
Have you seen Mountain? Lena? My advice to you, start drinking heavily. It's the best local station. Time to hit the button! Wave Radio Boston. Internet radio for the cassette generation.
I got a text from a friend who said that he uh, just had a pot brownie and he's sitting back listening to my show and he said it's really syncing well with the music. So that's awesome. That was uh, Screaming Jay Hawkins and he was singing about alligator wine. So maybe have a glass of alligator wine to go with that. Uh, as long as you're not going anywhere and you're out on your back porch, you got your feet up, what the heck. Uh, let your freak flag fly. So Screaming Jay Hawkins, Alligator Wine, that was a single from 1958. And before that were the Pretty Things, uh, Garage Rock Pioneers, the song Don't Bring Me Down. And that was from their self-titled album from 1965. We started with one of the favorite uh, foundational bands for this show, uh, the old 97s and Time Bomb. I could play the old 97s the whole show, <laughs> but I won't do that to you. But they're just they're just awesome. I love those guys. Um that was from their 1997 album, uh, Too Far to Care. I don't know how many albums they released, at least 10, if not if not quite a bit more than that. Um, I think that Too Far to Care is their best album. Somebody might disagree with me. Somebody might say Fight Songs or one of their other ones, but I'm a Too Far to Care guy. So uh, next up, we're going to get right back to the music. I'll, I'll have some more to talk about later, but uh, I'm really digging the tunes here myself, so I'm jump right back into it. It's uh, Surf Time. This is Toronto's own four-piece instrumental surf combo called the Surfer Jets.
play some pachinko, I play pachisi. And sand is still making it breezy in the valley of Tar that once was LA. My best friend, he's the king of karaoke. He struck up a call and took it away. You know, I was listening to that song and I was thinking to myself uh, how much I like it, how much I like the Frank Black song. I, I just uh, really like pretty much everything he puts out. I think he's an amazing artist from the Pixies through his solo career. And I, I said to myself, I said, Rick, you're really indulging yourself today. You're playing all these songs that you really like. And then I realized that I do that every week. Um, the songs that I play are the songs that I really like. Uh, I don't really play anything if I don't like it. And maybe that's selfish, but hopefully it comes through and you guys like the songs too. There have been times where I've seen, um, you know, I've come across a song and I thought, well, I should play that for historical purposes or I should play that because it's 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 an important song within that genre. And if I don't like the song, I kind of skip over it because I figure, well, maybe nobody will notice the omission. Um, a couple weeks ago, I was playing songs by Mexican and Mexican-American artists, for example, and I had to play something by Richie Valens because he's just such an important figure in that whole scene and such a pioneer. But like I said then, I couldn't play La Bamba again. I just can't hear it again. I, uh, I just heard it so much. Uh, it's a good song and everything, but um, I'm done. Uh, so I played Come On, Let's Go, which I think is an awesome song. And uh, I was able to be selfish and play what I like, but also still, you know, represent the artist and, and his contribution. Uh, having said that, though, if any of you have a request, you know, I'll be happy to um, play your requests. So, uh, you know, you can always uh, give me a call on the listener line, Abrews listener line at 617-829-9283, or you can text me at 617-764-9283. I'd be happy to put your requests on, whether I like the song or not. Um, because I'm here for you. Uh, this is altruistic. And if I don't have the song today, if I, if I can't find it in my, in my vast database of songs, I will bring it in next week, I promise. I will track it down and bring it in, uh, tame it and all that stuff. And so that was Frank Black. Uh, the song was Calistan. That was from his 1994 album, Teenager of the Year. Great album. The uh, the album reached uh, number two on the Billboard Heat Seekers chart, which I didn't realize that. That's pretty cool. I didn't. I had no idea it got that high. Uh, so props to him. And before that was a psychobilly band called the Guanabats. They've been around for a long time, and that's their song King Rat. And it was from their best of album, The Best of the Bats. I'm not sure which album that originally 
appeared on or whether it was special just for the uh, best of album. Um, and sandwiched in between there was what we call a bumper. It was a little promo for Rick's Rock Shop, and that was uh, uh, Vic from the Coffin Cats, and he did that for me last night. And uh, he's just such a great guy about uh great guy uh, for doing it and just was very enthusiastic i asked him he said yes and and there we go so thank you vic and uh good luck with the rest of the tour and um we started off as i mentioned earlier with the surfer jets they're a uh a surf rock band from toronto and that was their song slush puppy which is from their 2022 brand new album uh released roller fink so next up is Tucson, Arizona's self-described greatest rock and roll band in the world. So I hope you're ready for this. This is the greatest rock, rock and roll band in the world. These are the super suckers. And what I think is their greatest song they ever did, Born With A Tail.
So, do you call them fireflies where you're from? I grew up that they were called lightning bugs. Uh, fireflies was something new to me. What do you call them where you're from? Kevin, you're from California. What do you call them out in California? Pittsburgh, they were lightning bugs. But obviously in the south, in North Carolina, they are fireflies. You can text me. Uh, let me know. Uh, my text number is 617-764-9283. And the Abrews listener line is 617-829-9283. Maybe we can run a vote tally and see what comes out. That was the Scots, Southern Culture on the Skids, their song Firefly, from 1995's breakthrough album for them, Dirt Track Date. Still one of their best albums, even though they're a very prolific band and they just keep releasing great song after great song. Uh, Dirt Track Date just holds up. Before that, we had Mr. Gasser and the Weirdos. Uh, that was their song, Finksville, USA. That goes back to 1964 and their Surf Fink album. So... Mr. Gasser and the Weirdos is sometimes called a, uh, a fictional band, like a, like a fabricated band, although they released albums, so they must have been a band of some sort. Um, you know, the Sex Pistols were put together by a promoter, too. They, they weren't a, uh, a band that came together naturally. Uh, neither were the Monkees. So the interesting thing about um, Mr. Gasser and the Weirdos is they were led by cult artist Ed Big Daddy Roth. So who's Ed Big Daddy Roth? Have you ever seen the Rat Fink character? It's this, uh, it's this cartoon of a rat wearing a t-shirt with RF on the front. It's from back in the 60s. And uh, Ed Roth created that. And he created a whole lot of uh, art that you know fits in with the hot rod culture uh, that began in the 60s and continues on to this day. And so if you've ever seen, like if you grew up in the 70s, 80s, and you've seen the cartoons of you know, these monsters with giant heads and they're sitting in these little souped up cars and they're driving down the road. That's all, uh, that's all Ed Roth. And he just was such a, uh, inspiration for so many artists that came after him as, f and, and that whole culture, that whole hot rod, uh, car, custom car culture, the, the, the art you see in surf albums, especially from that era and everything like that. So he had the band, and the band was Mr. Gasser and the Weirdos, and you just heard their song. Uh, what was the song that I just played? Uh, Sir Finksville, USA, and I'll, I'll play I'll play Surf Fink on a later date. Uh, we started the set with the Super Suckers. I shouldn't say the Super Suckers, with Super Suckers. Uh, and uh, that song was called Born With a Tail. I was, I was listening to uh, another station that I won't mention, not our station, uh, and so please forgive me for doing that, but, uh, it was, they were playing heavy metal and they kept calling, they kept talking about the scorpions, the scorpions, this, the scorpions, that, and I saw the scorpions and the scorpions are a great band and it was bugging me cause they're scorpions. There's no the in front of it. And I just went ahead and made the same mistake and said, thus the super suckers. It's not, it's just super suckers. Uh, Born With a Tale from their 1995 album, The Superlicious Sounds of the Super Suckers. A lot of S's in there. Um, now let's go back to February of 1966. The next song, we, well, we were, just, we were just at 1964, so I don't know why we're going back. We were there. Uh, it, this, is, uh, this song is, has been called the first popular psychedelic rock song. It's an anti-war, pro-environment song. 
Uh, it reached the top 10 in the U.S. It's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's permanent exhibit uh, called uh, Songs That Shaped Rock and Roll. Uh, famous band, and here we go. This is the Yardbird and Shapes of Things. Shapes of things before my eyes Just teach me to despise Will time make man more wise? Here, within my lonely frame My eyes just hurt my brain But will it seem the
My kids uh, probably get tired of me telling these same stories over and over again. But when I was when I was a kid, as probably a lot of you can relate, uh, we had what five TV stations? Um, we had CBS, NBC, ABC. You always had a PBS station, and they usually had a UHF station or two. I know in Pittsburgh we had uh, we had oh, was it Channel fifty three or fifty four, and. Uh, yeah, so you had like five stations to choose from, and every family had one television. You didn't have you didn't have one in every room, and uh, when your parents wanted to watch something, you watched what your parents wanted to watch. So I, I got to grow up watching uh, things like the Lawrence Welk Show, and another show that they they really liked to watch was called Hee Haw, and it was a uh, it's kind of an entertainment show, a variety show, but it was uh, from uh, like a country western hillbilly point of view and uh, I thought it was okay sometimes I laughed most of the time I just wanted it to be done so I could watch whatever I wanted to watch which was coming after but there were two hosts on the uh, on Hee Haw and one was uh, Buck Owens who's a famous country artist and the other is Roy Clark who is another famous country artist and knowing that they were the hosts now I want to go back and like rewatch these episodes and see what I missed what I wasn't appreciating the first time around but anyways, why are you talking about this, Rick? That last song was called Dented Fender, and it was by Roy Clark from Hee Haw, Hee Haw fame. And uh, it turns out he was uh, an amazing guitarist. He was also um, a renowned banjo player and a renowned uh, fiddler, fiddle, fiddle player. And um, he has uh, an album out, or he has an album out. He's, he's no longer with us, but there's an album out of his called The Lightning Fingers of Roy Clark, and it's just amazing. It's, it's almost uh, completely an instrumental album, and um, he just tears it up on there. And there's, there's songs with m- uh, much more flashy guitar than that last one, uh, but I, I really like the last song, so that's why I played it. But um, I, I didn't know the side of him. And then there's this uh, video floating around on YouTube uh, that kind of became a little viral for a while where Roy Clark was guesting on a t- another TV show of the time, The Odd Couple, and um, the the two actors on The Odd Couple, one was Tony Randall, who played this fussy New York City suit and tie wearing guy named Tony Randall. I mean, named Felix, pardon me. And then the other guy was a sports uh, a sports writer, and he was a slob, and his name was Oscar, and uh, he was played by Jack Klugman, and they tried to live together, and they got on each other's nerves. Ah, uh, you know, real funny. But it was a good show. I, I enjoyed it. I always look forward to watching it. And uh, one time they had Roy Clark on as a guest. And it's kind of interesting because the segment where he's on there and they ask him to play a song starts out as part of the show. But then you could see the, 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 is it the fourth wall or the fifth wall? The fourth wall breaks down. And it's no longer, you know, Oscar and Felix watching this character from the show play guitar. It becomes... Tony Randall and Jacques Klugman watching him and just in sheer and utter amazement. And so the show just kind of goes off track and it just becomes Roy Clark. And he plays a song in there called um, Malaguera and Malaguena, Malaguena, Malaguena. Yeah, that's it. And uh, just, just incredible. But it was so funny for me because, you know, you watch these old Hee Haw episodes and Roy Clark is this little chubby overall wearing guy playing you know real corn pone humor and uh you know 
pretending he's not all that bright or anything like that. And then you see him, uh, you know, uh, motorcycles are going by, <laughs> wave to the motorcycle gangs as they cruise through Littleton. Um, but you see this other side of him and just, you know, it was really remarkable. It really blew my mind. So I got that. I got that record and I'm going to be playing it for uh, the weeks to come because, uh, yeah, it was a Cy Roy Clark that I didn't know existed and I thought was really, really cool. Uh, so before that was the Danish psych band, uh, psych, uh, Danish psychobilly band, the Horror Pops, their song Bring It On. It's from their 2005 album of the same name, Bring It On. And we started with the Yardbirds and shape, Shapes of Things. So like us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you can find uh, Wave Radio Boston on both. Please visit our pages and, and uh, like us. You can also find Rick's Rock Shop on both Facebook and Instagram. And you can find Rick's Rock Shop through the Wave Radio Boston pages as well. So you can visit them first and then click on the link to mine or vice versa. Uh, so now we're going to move on to some alt country. I was just texting back and forth to a friend of mine. We were talking about alt country. And these guys were one of the big all country bands that kind of launched the whole genre. to be so do we we're wave radio boston 
They took my blues suede shoes down to Mobile. Got to rockin' with the rhythm, run them over at the hill. Put your cat clothes on, cause tonight we're gonna really rock it by. Yeah, can you put your cat clothes on, cause tonight we're gonna bob on the ride. Well, I slick up myself till I, I look like a dilly. I run downtown and get my female Put your cat clothes on Cause tonight we're gonna rock it back Yeah Did put your cat clothes on Cause tonight we're gonna rock it back Rock it For all the hell cats know She gets that bopping beat She knocks the pies off her toes Oh, tonight we're gonna rock and ride Yeah, can you put your cat clothes on? Cause tonight we're gonna bop and ride
wanted to say one more thing about Hee Haw uh, that I forgot to mention earlier. Uh, they, I, I was kind of explaining what Hee Haw was. Uh, you know, it sounded like one of these old folks explaining to everybody. And then I thought, no, that was kind of maybe insulting because people would know what Hee Haw was. And then I thought, well, younger people wouldn't. You know, so it, it's, it's good that I explained what it was. So I was looking. Hee Haw, <laughs> Hee Haw was on the air on TV from 1969 to 1997. It was on for 28 years. And so um, I didn't really probably need to explain anything to anybody except for maybe people my kids' age because, you know, you could be quite a bit younger than me and have had the opportunity to see Hee Haw on television. 28 years, 1997. Wow, that blows me away. I remember... I remember, you know, getting my bath and sitting with wet hair in my pajamas on the living room floor watching Hee Haw when I was a little kid. I, that was back in the 70s. Yeah, crazy. Crazy was on TV that long. So that last song was uh, The Rolling Stones, 19th Nervous Breakdown. I'm sure you've all heard that before. It was released as a single in February of 1966. Uh, and uh, just like the previously mentioned uh, Shapes of Things from the Yardbirds that I played earlier... It also reached number two on the Billboard Hot 100. Um, the title describes how Mick Jagger felt during uh, the, the U.S. tour in 1965, the Stones tour here in the States. They, they really had these guys out all the time, every night. Uh, they had to do all kinds of publicity stuff, too, and interviews and everything. And he said to the rest of the band one day, uh, don't know about you blokes, but I feel ready for my 19th nervous breakdown. And somebody said, ah, oh, that's the next that's got to be a song title. And so it became. So it was done. Uh, before that, we had uh, rockabilly legend Carl Perkins, Put Your Cat Clothes On, from uh, the 1957 titled album, uh, Dance Album. And uh, that song was uh, in, uh, that was song was later covered by Brian Setzer from the Stray Cats. Uh, so you might know that version. Uh, you probably know the Carl Perkins version, though, Put Your Cat Clothes On. That, that was the more famous version. Or you might have never heard that song before. That might have been totally new to you. Uh, we started the set with All Country Pioneers, Uncle Tupelo, and I Want to Destroy You from 1991's Still Feel Gone. Now, it's it's surf time again. It's always surf time. Always surf time on Rick's Rock Shop. <laughs> Back, 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 back
radio station in the world. In the world. Is right here. Right now. Hey folks, we want to hear from you. Reach out on Facebook and Twitter at Wave Radio Boston. That was Austin, Texas's self-identified cowpunk band, The Hickoids, and their cover of Burn Love from their 2006 album, Corn Demon. Now, see, if he had had bands like The Hickoids on, I would have been much more into it. So, uh, before that, we had Johnny Burnett, Sweet Susie, a single from 1964. Uh, five months after he recorded that song, uh, he passed away. Uh, he was 30 years old. He died in a boat crash. He... He was knocked out of the boat and he drowned. 
And that's just, you know, that's really sad. We were talking about Richie Valens at 17, and then I know Harmonic Headspace had a show on about, you know, artists that died too young. And Johnny Bar- Bar- Burnett doesn't get mentioned very often, uh, but he was he was another rockabilly pioneer, and he's he's got a credible catalog of music. And uh, unfortunately, he passed away at the very early age of 30. Uh, and before that, we had uh, Psychobilly band The Brains. That was their anthem uh we are the brains and that's from their 2011 album drunk not dead we started the whole set with uh a band that calls themselves uh voodoo surf punk they're from france uh they're called hawaii samurai and that was their song cheerleaders from outer space must die and that's from 2015's album the shape of surf to come so next up is another surf band um well uh surf isn't quite doesn't quite describe them sometimes you have surf bands that that just stay in that genre they get into that niche and um, they do surf and then you have bands that kind of use surf as as a branching out point and then they explore beyond beyond surf they 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 maintain that surf rock feel and they have plenty of surf rock songs but they'll do other songs as well uh and and they'll they'll branch out into other genres is what i'm trying to say and uh, this is such a band. This is Messer Chups. We played them before. Uh, very prolific band. Uh, lots of lots of albums out. Um, but they include uh, other musical styles. And um, this song coming up is uh, called "Cheap Ho- Holidays on the Moon." And uh, you know, I just realized we've got kind of a space thing going on here. We had cheerleaders. Uh, cheerleaders from outer space must die. And earlier, I played another outer space song, "Moon Age Daydream" by David Bowie. And so maybe I should have put them all together. If I had been thinking ahead, yeah. Thank you. 
Join the takeover with me, the boss, Mike Lachance, on Wave Radio Boston every Friday night, 7 to 9. I'll be playing the loudest hard rock and heavy metal you forgot you'd love to hear. Make sure you join me every Friday night, 7 to 9, on Wave Radio Boston. The takeover with the boss, Mike Lachance. Turn it up! Okay. 
Continuing with a theme I didn't even realize I had until uh, a couple breaks ago, and uh, space theme. That was Little Green Men by Bill Lee Riley. That's from a 2008 compilation called Rockabilly Lives. Yeah, somehow I ended up with a space theme today, and I didn't even know I was doing it. Uh, before that were the Electric Prunes. Could have had those a couple weeks ago. We were talking about, uh, last week we were talking about uh, bands named after food. We had the Chocolate Watch Band. And then we realized there were bands like the Strawberry Alarm Clock, and I think we mentioned the Electric Prunes, but this week I actually played them. Uh, the song was uh, "I Had Too Much to Dream Last Night." I've I've just always liked that song, and that's from their debut album, The Electric Prunes. That was 1967. Uh, they were an American psych rock band from LA, and they called themselves free form garage music, uh, and. Uh, they could call themselves that because they literally began in a garage, like a lot of garage bands do. Uh, the name doesn't come from any from out of from out of the thin air. Uh, it, it it became uh, garage rock because a lot of these bands started in garages. And uh, here's a good example of one: the Electric Prunes started in a garage. Uh, the name of the band uh, started as a joke. Uh, they were trying to come up with a name, and they were kidding around, and they said, you know, somebody said, how about the electric prunes? They all had an la- a laugh, uh, and then they realized that nobody was going to forget it, so they stuck with it. Before that were Iggy Pop and his band The Stooges, I Want to Be Your Dog. That was from uh, the 1969 album the, Sto- the Stooges. Sorry about that. And um, I was really surprised to find out that, that album went all the way back to 1969. I thought it was early 70s, but I didn't realize that it was actually... In the 60s, tail end of the 60s, but it was still in the 60s. Iggy Pop, he was ahead of his time. And we started with Messer Shups and Cheap Holidays on the Moon. I'm going to give out the uh, listener line number one more time. Um, got about 15, 20 minutes left in the show because I always go over. Uh, the Abrews listener line is 617-829-9283. And the text line is 617-764-9283. And, you know, Mike's going to be in and he's got a show from 7 to 9. So you can hold on to those numbers so you can call and text him as well. And let's go back to the music. People all this world, join hands, get on the love train, love train. People all over this world. Love train, love train. Tell all the hockeys, 
before Wouldn't like to get my love caught in the slamming door How about some information, please? Straight up now, tell me, do you really want to love me forever? Or am I caught in a hit and run? Straight up now, tell me, is it gonna be you and me together? Or are you just having fun? Straight up now, tell me, do you really want to love me forever? Or am I caught in a hit and run? Straight up now, tell me, is it gonna be you and me together? Or are you just having fun? Me first in the gimme gimme, straight up. Made famous by Paul Abdul. That's from their 2014 album, Are We Not Men? We Are Diva. All covers of female artists on that album. Uh, Second Billy Godfathers, The Cramps, were before that with The Mad Daddy from their album, Songs the Lord Taught Us. And before that, we had a 1960s band, garage rock band from Madison, Wisconsin, Robin and the Three Hoods and their song, The Marauder. We started the set with the Yay Who's and their cover of the OJ's hit, Love Train. So um, I've got a guest here in the studio, as we do pretty much every week now. Me Mike comes, you. Mike comes in to set up, and I yeah. grab him and I make him get on the air. So Straight Mike, up now, tell me, do you really want to <laughs> love me forever? Uh, <laughs> I don't give a shit. And, That's an awesome song. And this is the last time Mike will be joining me on the show. Uh, <laughs> Finally, he gets the hint. Finally, gets it. You had to resort to that to to, to bring it about. Well, who um, was that band? The um, me first in the Gimme Gimmies. I, I love that band. Yeah, they're awesome, aren't they? Oh, oh my God. And plus, I yeah. like Paula Abdul, too, because I'm a yeah. total 80s nut. But yeah. yeah, I love that. That was a great, great cover song. No, I'll, I'll props my brother on for that. He turned me on to that band, and uh, I, I remember him playing them for me and my listening to him and thinking, how did I miss these guys? How did I not know about them? You had, you had your Paula Abdul rules shirt on? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, the the thing about Me First and the Gimme <clears throat> Gimme's is it's a punk rock super group. They're, right, all from, right. they're all from big punk rock bands and they all got together and did this. So yeah. if you knew punk rock, you probably knew about them. Yeah, I never heard them until you, you started the show and it's, I, I'm, I'm, I love them. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> thanks. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. How are you doing today, my friend? I'm good. I got a cold beer. Nice. It's going to be a hot weekend. It's going to be hot. Somebody said 90s. It's, I heard 97 with a heat index of like 102. Yikes. But okay. I'm, not a, I'm not a meteorologist, so don't, don't quote me on that. I'm just a I'm, metal DJ. I'm glad I mowed the lawn today. I mowed mine two days ago. Yeah. So yeah. there. Yeah. Have you beat. We're done. We're done. <laughs> We're done. Exactly. Tomorrow is going to be hot coffee in the morning, water the plants and the flowers, and I'm yeah. done. Why hot coffee in the morning? I got to have hot black coffee. I'm like John Wayne. Okay. Yeah, All I, right. I got to... All right. I gotta load up my coffee in the mornings. I'm I'm not a coffee drinker. Really? Oh yeah, you said that. Yeah, one of the few. You one like of tea? the few. Do you like drink tea? Some or tea. It... Some. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some. That's right. You said some. You it, you can't. Uh... Sometimes caffeine gives me a headache. Right. So I kind of <laughs> stick away from it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, gotta, I, gotta, I know. I know. I try not to admit throat. it because people <laughs> people make fun of me. <laughs> some people get peer pressure to drink and do peer drugs. pressure. Yeah. You take a sip of this monster now <laughs> yeah now i got peer pressure to drink coffee no. um <laughs> eat this coffee bean i can't so what do you got planned for us tonight it's so i said it's gonna be hot yeah so i figured i'd go with a little well first of all it was uh dio passed away was it oh. how many years ago this week wow i don't know uh 16 no is it that long it might it's it's a while but he pa- wow. I'll, I'll get the dates um i'm gonna do a song for him because mm-hmm. it's just it's to honor him yeah and it was also paul diano's birthday Oh, of, uh, wow. He, if you guys don't know oh. who that is, he's the original Iron Maiden lead singer before yes. Mr. Dickinson came in. I, you know, I hate to say it, but I prefer those two albums. Yeah, I, I, I love Maiden. I love Maiden. And, um, yeah. 
I forget the other one. Oh my god, Iron Maiden, I think. Yes, yeah, it's the, yeah, the, the self-titled album. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Paul Diano was one of the greatest voices in history, but it sucks mm-hmm. that he's kind of been steamrolled by the the Dickinson train. But which is yeah. fine, which is okay. Yeah. Just, well, you know, Dickinson is is a monster. Yeah. You know, I mean that and that voice and and you know what the band has done. Uh, you know, album after album after album, and you got songs like The Trooper and and Number of the Beast, and you know you could you could go on and on and on. So yeah. you know, it, it's kind of like when. Um, when uh oh why am i drawing a blank this is so embarrassing acdc uh oh with bon scott and brian johnson yeah when brian yeah. johnson came in you know the, well, the and, and the, brian johnson it just kept coming brian johnson was essentially hand-picked by bon scott they were friends oh, I before didn't know that. yeah they were friends before oh. bon scott died when bon scott was they what what the wise tale is that when he yeah. was on his deathbed right he knew brian he saw brian johnson at a show okay and he loved the energy and he goes if i die i want that guy Okay. To take my spot because he knew he was he wasn't feeling good. And then he was dying, and he said, "Get wow. that guy." And wow, in comes wow. the black album. Yeah, forty some odd years later, here we are. I was listening to Har- Harmonic Headspace, yeah. and they were they were <laughs> talking about Johnson. comebacks, and that's yeah. that that was a big comeback. That black album, it yeah. just it, tremendous. Um, yeah, what a, what a great album. But yeah, uh, those first two Iron Maiden. The second one, I just think, is is incredible. The second Iron Maiden album. I like the first one too, but the second one, I think, is my favorite of all the Maiden albums. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, I'd love to hear some of it tonight. That'd be great. Yeah, I got a couple Paul Diano, a couple Maiden stuff. Like, this is going to be hot, so I'm going to play some summertime stuff. Maybe to kind <laughs> of like heat heat the heat up, if that makes sense. Heat the heat and up. And cool sure. it down. Sure. I got to get chill. I got a lot of... Uh, a lot of I always like if when I'm driving, I think of what I'm going to be saying and talking about, and I always come across stuff where I, I go, oh shit, I should bring this up, right? And then I happen to see, you know, a news post, and I went, oh, so I'm going to release some information about my show next week. Okay, it's going to be a special. And I'll tell you what on your show. Okay, it's going to be a special kind of uh, live set, if you will. Something to look forward to, definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It'll be awesome. Well, you know, speaking of things to talk about, and, and uh, you came in and we were talking briefly during that last set, mm. and something I had said during my show, a piece of news that I gave, had really bothered you, and uh, so I thought I'd give you an opportunity to say something about it. Which one? The uh, the beer throwing incident. Oh, yeah. Hor- yeah. You know, that's... Uh, Keep calm. <laughs> I gotta respect the listeners. Respect. Calm deep down. Breath, deep breath. Calm down. My, when you said that... Mm-hmm. It is now. Where was the show? Is that Wally's, right? Wally's Pub in Hampton, New which Hampton. is not a big place at all. No, but it, maybe it had a couple a, hundred people, a few hundred, yeah, a few people. hundred. Yeah. I mean, give or take. It's still when you pack a hundred people in there. Yeah, it's gonna feel like a hundred people. Yes, absolutely, so absolutely. It's, it's not yeah. a. It's not like a closet, but it's it's a small enough spot that if right. anything happens, usually somebody's involved with it, whether you're involved in it or not. Just kind of in the right. vicinity. Yeah. Hearing that some jagoff threw a beer. Oh, thank you for saying jagoff. You're welcome. God bless you. That's awesome. Threw a beer at the sing at the you come out to see a show. You go out to see the guy you're going to see. You, you didn't throw a beer at the opener and go, screw you, you suck. I understand that a little bit more. If you, I, I, it's still horrible. It'd still be a dick move. Yeah, yeah. But I get it. You paid money to go see the guy you're, and you threw a beer in his face. Why go? Why go? It's Why like are you there? To, like I said, it's like the comedian's getting attacked. Yes. And whether it's on a world stage or, or a side stage. Right. Musicians. Anywhere. It's just, let me, t- anybody who's listening out there in, in radio world, don't screw with artists anymore. Please. Right. I right. beg you because all it takes is us on the microphone to have a lot more say with a lot more ears. But throwing a beer, that is the stupidest, dumbest 
dumbest thing that someone can ever do. Well, it's funny, you know, you've got well, these people. That, I mean, it's attacking someone physically is right, dumb, but that's right. assault. That's essentially it's assault. assault and and, uh, and shouldn't, that's horrible. They marched him out and pushed him down the street. And I remember standing there thinking, why Why aren't they calling the police? But right. I guess they have their own reasons. Yeah, maybe it's not worth the trouble I mean, if, if or whatever. The, if the guy was inebriated and he was, he was shit-faced, drunk, and he didn't right. know what town he was in, just get him out there and just say, okay, dude, hopefully tomorrow you, someone tells you what you did. Mm-hmm. And you feel like the biggest piece of shit in the entire world. Pardon my language. Right. Hopefully, right. hopefully it happens. But yeah. a guy like that has probably done it before. He'll probably do it again until someone stomps him in the ground. Yep. Simple yeah. as that. I mean, simple as that. You know, I, I got to be careful what I say. I don't want to. I don't want to have any any place come down on me or anything like I that. I do. Listen at seven but, o'clock. I'll finish your sediment. But <laughs> but uh, but that was something else I noticed last night. Though I noticed quite a few people who there who were just like trash beyond belief like yeah. not able to stand up it's not and, fun it's and not fun. the doors opened at eight o'clock right and i think everything was done by midnight you know and so i'm thinking how did they get in, in the door that, that fucked up exactly, you know exactly and yeah. and if they did, why wasn't anybody at the door stopping them? What, what sucks? And, what sucks is that. And then how are they get, getting served and everything else? It just boggles my mind. Wall, it's Wally's like, is known. They're, they're becoming known of having pretty major acts there. And you need a guy like Reverend Horton Heap, who is. I mean, he's big. He's a, he's a, he's a legend in the genre. He's in a that legend, genre. He's he's, he's probably at the top. Right. Um, Him and a handful of others, but he's he's up there, top right. five, no doubt. So you get a guy like that who probably loves playing small venues. I mean, I got right, a buddy, yeah. a quick side story, because I, I know you got to wrap up, but a quick side story. My buddy Pete's in a band called Havoc. I mentioned him before. Yes. The Thrash Metal mm-hmm. Band out of Denver. Yeah. They played at, at festivals in front of 80,000 people. and ninety. Mm-hmm. They've done it all. They've, they've world tour three or four dozen times. They're, mm-hmm. they're a legit band. He said when he, comes, when he comes home, he'll hang out at my house and we'll sit and we'll just kind of just kind of bullshit about music and stuff and how the tour is going and who he played mm-hmm. with. He played with like Megadeth and Disturbed yeah, and those guys, Anthrax. And uh, I'm like, what, what do you like? What do you prefer for venues? He's like, there's nothing better than being behind the kit or just on stage at a festival and having 80,000 people sing your song. Right, It's right. the coolest feeling in the world. It's weird, but it's cool. Mm-hmm. He said, but I love playing the smaller venues. Right. Because you can right. feel the people right. who are there to see right. you. Mm-hmm. So you get a guy like that who's a name who goes mm-hmm. to a smaller venue thinking, oh, this is going to be a breeze. This is going to be fun. Yeah. And some idiot throws a beer. Mm-hmm. That makes that artist would at least make me talk to my band and say, we ain't going there again. Right, right. We're not going back there. Sorry for the fans who support us, but yeah. I can't trust that place because they didn't do their job. So I blame right. Wally's as well. Right. I'll call them out right now. I, I, I blame them too. Right. Letting a guy like that well, get that drunk. Yeah, it, well, Sorry exactly. Rant, you know, it, it just, I saw so many people there like really, really drunk. Now I'm going to end up in court. I'm going to be sued by Wally's. <laughs> No, I'm, um, I'm a character witness. No, it just... You're fine. I, it, it, you see, anytime you go to any venue, you see people really messed up. I, I was just right. kind of... Yeah, maybe I was just hyper aware of it last night or something. I don't and know what. Okay. Maybe it was no different than any than usual. But right. but I was just like, how does this happen? How do they how do they get in the door this messed up? Or, or you know, Maybe somebody could argue, well, they were half drunk when they got in. They were drunk enough to get past the security guy. Yeah. And then they got more drinks when they were in there. And their friends were getting them drinks for them when they and were too drunk. And, and that's yeah, fine. That's fine. Bullshit, but bullshit, unf- bullshit, bullshit. Unfortunately, you know, oh, I've driven buzz numerous times. I've driven yeah. home. And then yeah. you get to kill somebody. Well... Those ten times you drove Buzz and you drove half in the bag, you luckily you got home, but you, got, yeah. you did something wrong. This yeah. guy could have done that a million times. Unfortunately, right. you just ruined what could have been 
a pretty good spot for a pretty big name to go into. Yeah. One, one other thing I wanted to add, you know, you talking about your friend in the band Havoc and liking to play small venues. I, you know, I really feel for artists because we were talking about comedians too um, because they come out and, you know, I was talking before about uh, the fourth wall, you mm-hmm. know, between the artist and, and, and right, what they're right. doing and, and the audience. And I think a lot of times when, when artists are in small clubs and even in big venues, they want to break down that fourth wall. They want you to feel like you're part of the show. Exactly. They want you to feel like like Connect welcome, connected yeah. and everything like yeah. that. But then it's unfortunate because sometimes when they do that, it almost gives permission to morons and idiots and assholes right. to to cross those boundaries and that the rest of us know that the rest of us know that are still there. Right. You know? And you're paying you're paying to sit like Dave Chappelle was attacked on stage. We can yeah. talk for hours on this, but Dave Chappelle was attacked on stage. Yeah. The guy who attacked him is known to have a history of assault. Oh, he geez. paid he paid to be at the show. You pay whatever, you know, Chappelle charges for a ticket, but you no. pay to be there. Then you run on stage and you attack the guy. And you get your head stomped in by a security. This right. guy paid to see Reverend Horton Heap and you threw a beer in his face. Right. You didn't spill one. No. Nope. You weren't in the balcony nope. and he was underneath and you went, oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. And, I'm so and sorry. And things happen and you <laughs> yeah. explain to the yeah. security and you, hopefully you can yeah. explain to the, yeah. the management after, I'll pay dry, whatever it is. Yeah. Nothing. You, you threw a beer from your location and you hit the guy. Yeah. I would have dragged him out out back and shown him <laughs> what, the, what the bouncers were huge. Yeah. I was I was intimidated. I was like, "Holy shit, I'm I'm minding my P's and Q's." Yeah. But, yeah. And they were they but but I give the bouncers props. Uh they were they were very professional. They were very quick. They were very efficient. And they didn't they didn't like start beating on him or anything like no, that. You, they you they get didn't the guy step. Out of there get, get yeah, they didn't. Fight. They didn't step out of bounds. They didn't do right. anything like that. They were just like, we're going to extricate this this guy from the situation, right. and that's what they did. So I, I thought yeah. they behaved themselves very well. But yeah, still, um, still a. Uh, it sucks. It sucks at any show. It's it, it happens all the time, and some bands love that. Some bands love getting stuff thrown yeah. at them and, and getting degraded. Yeah. To me, that you're you're fucking useless. You do that. That doesn't yeah. make any sense. Having degradation thrown. At, I just right. But whatever. I mean, well, I'm going to end this on a good note. Um, one, I was a little worried that I mean, this guy's in his early 60s, and right. he looked really upset by the whole thing, as uh, he should be. But right. he, but he, after he calmed down, you you could see himself collecting himself. You could see him. Yeah. You, you you saw him get really upset, and then you saw him like, I don't know if he was doing deep breathing exercises or he whatever. He was probably thinking, it's not about me. About yeah. the people who are still here, who yeah. are cheering me on. I'm going to take a break, come back, and just bang it up. Well, he turned his back. And he got some towels and he was cleaning up his guitar and he took his jacket off because it was God. soaked and everything. But I, I was thinking, oh man, is he going to leave? I hope he doesn't leave. And he didn't. So all the props in the world to the Reverend Horton Heat, Jim yeah, Hurd, yeah. Jim Hurd. All the props to him. He 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 was a gentleman. And uh, and um, the show in general, they were awesome. It was a great show. Uh, they opened up uh, the opening band for the Reverend were uh, the Coffin Cats. They Which were you fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I've played them before and will again, and I got to meet them. I got to meet mm. the whole band, and they were just the nicest guys, absolutely the nicest guys. I don't know if they want me to say that because sometimes their reputation is, uh, not their reputation, their image is like tough guys. They're horrible demonic assholes. <laughs> they're, they're tough. We're tough. We're, we're, you know, we're the guys you see in the back alley with the yeah, tattoos yeah. and everything, but they, 
you guys were sweethearts. Sorry to say, <laughs> you, I loved you guys. And uh, the the one uh, the singer Vic he recorded a promo for me, which was really oh, nice. Oh, nice! That's yeah, awesome. That's yeah. awesome. I actually I got a promo last night recorded from a band I oh, played as well, too. which is oh, I'll cool. play it to you after oh, the break. cool. And I posed for a picture with me. And then the opening band was a band called the Outsiders PBR, and they're a, a, a New England. Uh, rockabilly band psychabilly and they were the nicest guys in the world i got to meet nice. them and talk to them so it was it was like a big love fest except for one you know yeah, one incident one guy which is funny because you said you were in the back all this happened yeah i don't know <laughs> i don't know buddy. what are you implying <laughs> i think you threw the goddamn beer <laughs> yeah i want more horton heat horton here's a who horton here's, a, horton here's a who yeah rick you drop your beer <laughs> I'm not a beer thrower. I'm a, I got I'm a, a beer bone, lover. I'm and a I got lover. a bone to pick with the owners of this station from their last night's show. Had a little few. I'm not going to say it now. You tune in tonight at 7 o'clock to hear my beef with these people. Okay. God damn it. I hope they're listening. <laughs> it was actually, it was, it was pretty, they had me rolling last night. They were, the oh, the cool. first wave last night was, was very good. It always is. I was a topic of a, of, of a small text I happened to send uh -huh. in, and it. it ransack and it snowballed in this shitty snowman it's all about me <laughs> it's always all about you and pete had a lot to say okay all right <laughs> so enjoy anthony but it's all right it's okay um <laughs> um 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 now i'm mumbling i got one song left good i'm gonna step off air i'm gonna let you finish up the, no the, the show and the song i'm gonna get my okay, stuff cool. squared away i gotta finish my beer if you guys that's a miller like yeah it's a Miller-like can, yeah. Bottle. It's a Miller-like bottle. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a crazy show. I have you don't have a cozy playing. on, so it's, it's banging on the table. It's, it's already it's already yeah. it's already gone. There you go. That's there how that's you know you're in court session. Uh, have a good rest of the show. Thank you, sir. And strong. And I will. Uh, if you guys want to tune in at seven o'clock, the takeover. Make sure you stay tuned here. If not, I'll find you in your sleep. Cool beans. See you, buddy. See ya. Okay, so I just want to say to everybody, thanks for listening tonight. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you had a great time. I sure did. Uh, I hope you've heard some new songs tonight, some new bands uh, that, that you're interested in hearing again. You know, you can always text me song requests. I'll be happy to play them. Um, text line remains the same. I'll, I'll give it out now, even though my show's coming to an end. You can write it down for next week. Uh, the text line is 617, oh shoot, 617 Seven six four nine two eight three, and the phone line is six one seven eight two nine nine two eight three. They both spell wave, and you can you can pester Mike when he comes on at seven o'clock on those lines too. And um, we usually go out every oh, and to those of you who've been listening week after week, thank you, thank you, thank you, and to you you new listeners, please come back next week. Uh, love to have you. And uh, as usual, we're going to go out with. Takashi Taraki, our surf rock friend from Japan, and his band The Bunnies. This is called Summer Boogaloo.
Oh, God. 